0: The Kings get ready to take the ice for the first time since that 9-8 loss to the Kraken, for the first time since sending Cal Peterson to the AHL, and for the first time since their mysterious closed-door meeting, GM Rob Blake has spoken, and we'll tell you what he said. Also, a feedback Friday, a day earlier than normal, and we'll answer some of your questions on this edition of Locked on LA Kings. You are Locked on Kings, your daily podcast on the Los Angeles Kings Hey, Kings fans, welcome to Locked On LA Kings, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On LA Kings your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. Please like and subscribe if you are enjoying this content. So we had a goal of 900 subscribers by the end of November, and on the final day of the month, we hit and passed that goal. Woohoo! Cheesy goal horn celebration. Uh, at last check we were at uh, 912 subscribers of the youtube channel thank you so much for all of your support of the youtube channel it is greatly appreciated so now we have to go for a thousand right i mean that's the next logical step can we get a thousand subscribers by the end of december that would be a hell of a way to ring in the new year so um i say let's go for it um We've been averaging about 100 subscribers, new subscribers uh, every month. So hopefully that keeps going. And again, thank you guys all so much for those of you that have liked and subscribed and supported the YouTube channel. Also, of course, thank you for supporting the podcast as well, because there are a couple of ways that you can digest Locked on LA Kings. And either way, however you do it, thank you guys so much. Really, really appreciate it. And hopefully we can get to 1,000 before 20. 23. I am Eddie Garcia, your host of Locked on LA Kings. I've worked in sports media for almost 30 years, in the past 20 plus years at the Fox Sports Radio Network. I'm also co-host of the Puck Podcast, a weekly NHL review show that's been putting out content for the past 16 years and a passionate LA Kings fan for 30 plus years. The LA Kings are back in action tonight as they host the Arizona Coyotes two nights after that wild, wacky, stunning 9-8 overtime loss to the Seattle Kraken. We'll talk more about the Coyotes in a moment and more about where the Kings are as we preview tonight's matchup. But there is news to pass along. First and foremost, as we expected, goalie Cal Peterson has cleared waivers. He is officially assigned to the AHL. The next rain game is tomorrow on Friday, 7 p.m. at the Toyota Center in Ontario. They're taking on the Colorado Eagles. Certainly would expect Cal Peterson to make his start and hopefully begin the process of taking the steps necessary to eventually return to the NHL with a renewed confidence. Uh, We'll definitely update you on his performance on our Monday show. Uh, GM Rob Blake did say uh, earlier today on Cal Peterson that there is no official timetable for how long Cal will be in Ontario. They're kind of playing it by ear. Uh, We have plenty of Cal Peterson emails to read coming up in our feedback segment. So as I speculated on Wednesday King's GM Rob Blake did, in fact, address the team on Wednesday when he canceled, where uh, the team canceled the on-ice portion of their practice. Also canceled the media availabilities. Uh, thanks to John Hoven over at Mayor's Manor for posting audio of some of Blake Blake uh, uh, Rob Blake's comments, which I have retweeted. If you follow me on Twitter, which is at Locked On LA Kings, the show on Twitter. Uh, basically, he said what we thought he would say, at least if you believe what he told the media. Um, And that it was basically a message just to emphasize that the team is not playing where it needs to be. So if you you have a job, uh, you probably have like a manager. Think of that as maybe your Todd McClellan. And he can tell you day after day. He can send you an email now and then. Hey, this is what we're doing right. This is what we're doing wrong. So on and so forth. And I'm not saying that doesn't have an effect. But after a while, it's human nature that maybe that gets a little stale. Or it's just you've you've heard it before, and you're it's in one or out the other, whatever. Well, if you're at work and you have that manager, then the big boss, your manager's boss, the boss of everyone, calls a meeting where everyone shows up, and maybe he says pretty much the exact same thing, but coming from that source, it holds a little more weight. Uh, it, it is he's the guy who's making the moves. He's the guy who decided to send Cal Peterson uh, to the AHL, and along those lines. Uh, there were some comments that were passed along as well, and I do want, I want to give credit where credit is due. Uh, this comes from Russell Morgan from Twitter. He is at NHL Russell, and he covers the LA Kings. And there were a couple of comments regarding the move of Cal Peterson down to the AHL. Uh, we had Todd McClellan, the head coach, uh, was asked if Peterson going on waivers sends a message to the team, and McClellan's quote was, "It damn well should." And then uh, Drew Dowdy was asked about Cal being put on waivers, and he said, quote, I think it's a wake-up call to everybody in the organization. We all need to perform better defensively. We've been really shaky for a lot of games. We haven't helped out our goaltending at all, to be honest. And quote. And again, that was from Russell Morgan on Twitter, at NHL Russell, who was at practice earlier today. So as we, again, speculated on Wednesday show, the move of sending Cal Peterson to the AHL was intended to impart a wake-up call of the Kings. Also, certainly more importantly, the bigger picture uh, is to try and get Cal Peterson on track because he is uh, someone the team is invested in for now and for the future. Um, but also, like I said, there was some message sending there. And again, Rob Blake did come and apparently address the team on whole. And, and probably, I, I take him at his word. I don't know that it was a, um, what type of a, you know, Rob Blake is not a fiery guy. Um, but I think his words hold weight because of his position, because he is a Hall of Fame player um, and 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 whatnot. He's the boss. So when Tom McClellan says it, I'm sure the Kings listen to a point. But when it's been said time and time again, it's time to hear it from somebody else. And that was with Rob Blake apparently coming into the room and telling the Kings, guys, this is not good enough. Things have to get better. So on and so forth. So that was the situation uh, with the Kings following the loss to seattle and and frankly it's not just the loss of the kraken even though that was kind of a a blaring obvious kind of a red flag when you give up nine goals and lose um but also because of the way the team has played lately rob blake also told the media that at this time the team is not exploring any trade options at this point to address the defensive issues or the goaltending um at this time um interesting considering who the Kings are playing tonight, and we'll talk about that more in just a second. Uh, There were some other roster moves made by the LA Kings. Of course, they had to call up a goalie, and yes, in fact, it is Phoenix Copley, who will serve as Jonathan Quick's backup while Cal Peterson is in the AHL figuring it out. Uh, If you are unfamiliar with Copley, he has some limited NHL experience. He played 31 games for the Blues and the Capitals. His NHL numbers are a 16-9-3 record, 2.98 goals against average, and a 900 save percentage. As far as his time in Ontario this season, uh, he had a six four one record, two point four eight goals against the average, and a nine thirteen save percentage. I would expect Jonathan Quick to get all the starts the rest of the way until Cal Peterson returns, barring, of course, injury or illness. Uh, the next time the Kings play on back to back days will be December twenty second and twenty third. They'll host Calgary on a Thursday and then play in Arizona the next day on a Friday. We'll see if Cal Peterson is back with the LA Kings by then or not. Also, the Kings uh, have called up defenseman Tobias Bjornfoot and forward Samuel Fagimo, Uh and they have also called up forward Tyler Madden as well, being sent to the AHL. And uh, Ontario is Rasmus Kupari and defenseman Jordan Spence. Spence had a very brief uh, appearance with the Kings; there, didn't play in a game. Was up for just the he got a look, good look at the uh, the Kraken Kings game. Uh, and then back to the uh, AHL with him. So that was kind of a, a little bit of a curious move. Uh, apparently, Bjorn is going to play with Matt Roy tonight against Arizona, and Samuel Vagamo is going to skate with Carl Grunstrom and Jarrett Anderson Dolan, uh, assuming on the fourth line tonight. Still no Quentin Byfield. Um, again, a little bit surprised that Rasmus Kupari heads out, but Quentin Byfield is not back yet and haven't heard of any kind of setbacks. All the reports we've had is that Quentin Byfield has been playing well. Uh, with Ontario in the AHL, so I'm not sure why he hasn't been called up yet, but I would assume that that should happen sometime in the near future. Also, Kings forward Alex Ayafalo, who's been out since uh, mid-October with a lower body injury, out of the red non-contact jersey at practice, so again, seems like Alex is close to returning to the Kings lineup as well. Okay, so for tonight's game, Kings check in with a 12-9-4 record. Kings have lost five of their last six although it should be pointed out that three of those games were decided in overtime, so the Kings did get a point in three of those games. L.A. starts today in third place in the Pacific Division. They're behind the Vegas Golden Knights and the Seattle Kraken. Kings are two points ahead of the Edmonton Oilers, five points up on the Calgary Flames for that third spot in the Pacific. Flames uh, have played um, three fewer games than the Kings. Oilers have played two fewer games than the Kings, so they have games in hand to try and make up some of that ground against the Kings. As for the Arizona Coyotes, they are 7-10-3 entering tonight's game. They have the third worst record in the Western Conference. They have just 17 points, the fifth worst record in the entire NHL. The Coyotes are not trying to win, and that is not to say that the players aren't trying, but the organization uh, is put to putting together basically a marginal team. They are not spending much money. They are looking to acquire draft picks for the future. Um, Arizona coming off a 4-3 loss in Minnesota against the Wild in their most recent game. However, they did post a very nice shutout win over the Carolina Hurricanes last Wednesday, a team the Kings will be hosting coming up on Saturday. Uh, The Coyotes obviously aren't going to lay down for the LA Kings, but this is a very winnable game. The Kings should win this game. To lose this game after the Seattle game, after the closed-door meeting on Wednesday, after Kyle Peterson sent to the AHL, Would not be good. So we'll see how it goes tonight. Obviously an important game. They're all important right now as the Kings are trying to get on track as a whole. And again, they cannot afford to overlook any opponent. I don't care who they are. Big game tonight for the Kings, looking to get on track against, frankly, a lesser opponent. And that opponent also has on its roster a name you may be familiar with. And he is back after injury and he is playing. And that is defenseman Jacob Chikrin. He'll be on the ice for the Coyotes tonight. It has been long rumored. That the Coyotes are looking to trade the talented defenseman. And it has been long rumored that the LA Kings are interested, uh, as are a lot of other teams. Um, there are a lot of attractive things about Jacob Trickern, which we have covered in previous episodes, but he has a very reasonable contract. He's under contract for a few more years. He's still a young player and he's a left handed shot, which the Kings need. So there are a lot of reasons why uh, the Kings would love to acquire him, but the Arizona Coyotes are not looking to move off of their very high asking price for what they're asking for the Kings or for any other team in the NHL. So they're playing the long game. They're being patient with it. They're not in any rush. And again, Jacob Chikrin is coming off an injury. So I'm sure other teams want to see him play a bit as well. But if you're interested in seeing this guy in person, in action, whether you're going to be at crypto.com arena tonight or watching on TV, take a look at uh, Jacob Chikrin and uh, see what you think about him. Um Face off set for 7:30. It will be televised locally on Valley sports West. And you can listen to it on the King's iHeart Audio Network. We've got plenty of emails to read from you guys, and we're going to get through as many as possible. But first, I need to let you know that this episode is brought to you by BetOnline.net. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting information, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every pro and college league out there from football to basketball to soccer. Of course, the World Cup going on, esports as well. We've got it all at betonline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. BetOnline is always the fastest, and easiest way to get your betting fix. Head to betonline.net today or use your mobile device to learn more at it's BetOnline, where the game starts. All right, let us uh, check in on the LA Kings, Locked on LA Kings uh, email inbox and uh, try and get through as many of these emails as we can. Our first email comes from John in Reseda, and he says, Why did the Kings sign Cal Peterson to that three-year, $15 million extension when he had not proven he was worth that kind of a contract? If the move to the AHL does not work, then what? Well, that that, that is a great question, John. Um, We are hoping that is not the case. Um, This contract that was signed um, has been GM Rob Blake's biggest blunder on the job, in my opinion. Um, you're right. Cal Peterson hadn't earned or shown that he was ready to be the goalie of the future for the LA Kings when they signed him for a three year, $15 million contract making 5 million a year. That's, that's uh, legitimate number one starter money. Um, and frankly, Rob Blake, um, was given some bad advice, at least to this point. Um, I am guessing that, um, goalie coach, um, oh no, don't draw a blank. I can see his his face in my mind right now, the former Edmonton Oilers goaltender. Oh, my God. Sorry about that. Uh, The Kings, Bill Ranford, thank you. Bill Ranford, the Kings goalie coach, I'm sure had some impact on this. I'm sure the Kings development staff uh, all gave Rob Blake information that they felt confident Cal Peterson was going to be the goalie of the future, and they wanted to lock him up for the next three years starting this year and felt that he would be the guy moving into that number one role. And frankly, the advice so far has turned out to be wrong. Cal Peterson has not grown into being a number one goalie in the NHL. Um, And that has resulted in this um, rather drastic move to send him to the AHL. If it doesn't work out in the AHL, then what? It's a great question. I don't really have an answer for you. I don't know if they would try and buy out his contract. I don't know if they would be trying to trade him and retain some of his salary, it, it, that is a uh, that is the worst-case scenario right now. Um, there are still people out there uh, who follow the LA Kings who still believe that Cal Peterson is an L- NHL-level goaltender. I hope they're right uh, because um, so far that has not been the case. This is from Jim in Lakewood. He says, regarding the Cal Peterson move, I saw it coming. The backup goalie has to stop the bleeding when your main guy is off. Cal never did that the entire year, and it's funny. But my wife said that maybe it was something where Todd knew something had to change and he didn't want it to be him. So there you go, Cal. Unfortunately, as a nice a guy as he seems to be, he was never the right guy here. And this year it just showed to a point where everyone couldn't deny it. Oh, I will say this um regarding a uh Cal Peterson move and a Todd McClellan maybe trying to deflect attention away from him. This isn't a this is not a Todd McClellan move. This is an organizational move. This is a Rob Blake decision to send Cal to the AHL. So that, that decision was made over the head of Todd McClellan. Todd McClellan has the, um, the reins when it comes to what happens on the ice, as far as who plays, how many minutes they play, so on and so forth. The, uh, the, you know, the style of play, that kind of thing. But as far as roster moves, that's, that's out of his hands. He could certainly make suggestions, but uh, that's a, that's a Rob Blake and uh, an organizational decision by the LA Kings. Our next email comes from Don L. He is in parts unknown. If you guys remember, maybe include where you're from, because I always just enjoy uh, hearing where our listeners are uh, are listening, where they're at. Uh, Don L says, I am a regular viewer of your show. I appreciate your honesty regarding the team's performance, as well as your astute observations. Well, thank you, Don. Uh, regarding the coaching situation, I have to admit, I really like Todd McClellan, and I feel like he's done a solid job, at least until this season. However, There is one factor that might make me quicker to replace him with another coach in the near future. If things don't turn around pretty fast, like the next eight to 10 games, Uh, that factor is the possible availability of a coach. I feel is exceptional and could possibly take us to the promised land by building on the work that McClellan has done. I won't name the coach, but I will give his initials BT. If BT is indeed available at this time, I would get him here in L.A. before some other team makes him a big offer and and grabs him up. I can't think of another replacement coach I'd want us to move as quickly on, that's for sure. The Kings once changed coaches midseason and had a great result in 2012. Is McClellan the second coming of Terry Murray for the Kings? Terry Murray built up a fairly cohesive team and put in a solid basic system. Then Daryl Sutter came in and finished the job and wins the Cups. Could BT turn out to be another Sutter? And take us the rest of the way if things don't turn around pretty darn soon in my opinion we should go that route and i'll discuss more on bt in a second but this from jill in san diego who says i'm torn on the possible replacing of todd mcclellan as head coach i do feel it's too early for such a move but i also agree that if the kings continue to play like they have it's it seems like it's the easiest way to possibly turn the team around have there been any coaching changes yet in the nhl this season You said that maybe Rob Blake and Luke Robitaille may have asked themselves if a coaching change might be necessary at some point, and would they even throw out some names? So let's pretend that conversation took place. What names do you think might be mentioned? All right, here is the, if you don't know who the BT is, that was mentioned uh, mysteriously by Don L. uh, The BT is Barry Trotz. Uh, He is without question the biggest name with the biggest resume head coach that is available out there right now and he's uh he's currently out of work um he was very mysteriously let go by the new york islanders before this season despite the fact that the team had been playing very well under him um and before that he was the head coach of the washington capitals and led them to their first and only stanley cup championship and before that he was the longtime successful nhl head coach of the nashville predators he is a future hall of famer um Barry Trotz is the number one coaching candidate out there for any team looking to hire a head coach. Um, now, he will demand the highest possible salary. We'll talk about that in a second. Um, so that is an ownership issue as well. Todd McClellan is under contract for this year and next year. He's making $5 million a year, which according to my research, he's the highest paid coach in the NHL as far as salary per season which I was stunned at. Uh, John Cooper, for example, in Tampa Bay, who's won two Stanley Cups and been to three, is making $4.5 per season. Um, so again, not all the coaching figures are out there as far as salary. It's not something that is easily accessible. Some teams release that information, some don't. But again, John Cooper, if John Cooper is making less than $5 million a year, hard for me to believe there's any other coach out there making five or more million. So I did not know this, but apparently Tom McClellan is, if not the highest paid coach in the league, as far as average salary per year, he's right there in the ballpark. And that's a little bit surprising, frankly, uh, to me. I like Tom McClellan as well, but if you would have told me he makes the most money per season of any head coach in the NHL, I would have said, no, that can't be right. Um, as far so, Barry Trotz is the number one target. But again, does ownership want to pay? Uh, for Barry Trotz, who's probably going to make a, around five million a year and pay a coach five million, not the coach, that's a, an ownership decision, and I'm not saying that they'd be willing to do that necessarily. Um, another name out there is Rick Tockett, who's currently an analyst for TNT. He is a former King. I don't know what kind of relationship he might have with Rob Blake, but that's a name that's certainly been floated out there. Another intriguing name is Andrew Brunette. He's currently an assistant coach with the New Jersey Devils. He was for some reason dismissed after uh, leading the Florida Panthers to the president's trophy this past year as an interim coach, after they fired Joel Quinville. Um, And I know he has an opt out in his contract as an assistant in New Jersey. If a head coaching job opens up that he could leave and take that job. So that's an interesting name. Um, I mentioned Joel Quinville. He's available. That's a future hall of fame head coach, but he certainly has a stink on him right now for that scandal he was a part of with the Chicago Blackhawks. I don't see him being an option, but he is a very good head coach. And there are a couple of other intriguing names that I that I don't know if they're legitimate or not, but there are two former Kings coaching in the AHL right now that might be intriguing. One is Dan Bilesma, former Stanley Cup winning head coach for the Pittsburgh Penguins um, and a former Jack Adams Award winner as coach of the year. He's coaching the Coachella Valley Firebirds right now. They're in their first year of existence as a, farm team for the seattle kraken and a former longtime king favorite ian la is the head coach of the lehigh valley phantoms is the ahl affiliate for the philadelphia flyers not sure he, he he played with rob blake and those relationships do come into play when gms are looking to hire coaches so those are a couple names that would be thrown out there barry trot's certainly number one on the list uh again rick Tockett is a guy who um, comes in, he would be kind of a no nonsense type of a guy, very demanding kind of a coach uh, from everything we've heard. And he wasn't all that successful in, 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 Arizona, but he didn't have much to work with. But everything you hear is that he's a guy who really holds players accountable. And I think if you're going to make a coaching move, that's the kind of coach you'd want to bring in. And like I said, Andrew Brunette as an assistant in New Jersey, those would be my top three as far as possible future coaches of the LA Kings, but that that's down the line. And, uh, and that's, That's the answer to that question. Uh, Isaac from Roland Heights says, Hey, Eddie, I enjoyed listening to the podcast. I was at the Tuesday game against the Kraken, and I felt like it was hard to get into the game when the Kings would score and then the Kraken would score. Um, And I I had mentioned that I didn't think the atmosphere for that game was, was very good as far as Kings fans support. He also says, question about Cal Peterson. Do you believe any team will pick him up? And would the Kings keep some of his salary just as a thought? Um, I I think, I think maybe Isaac is asking, could the Kings trade Cal Peterson and retain some of his salary to make that more enticing for another team? It's possible, but that's certainly something, an option they don't want to consider at this point. Also, it should be pointed out Cal Peterson has a limited, no trade clause. So he has a list of 10 teams that are on, that the Kings could not trade him to uh, without his approval. So that would muck up any kind of trade as well. As I mentioned earlier, Cal Peterson was not claimed. And as I had suspected Uh, Why would anyone claim him? He's not playing well, and he's making a lot of money. So no surprise, again, Cal Peterson officially cleared waivers and is now officially a part of the Ontario Reign. Uh, We've got a couple more emails here to get to, but first I want to invite you to check out Locked On Sports Today from the games that matter the most to the biggest stories in sports go beyond the scoreboard and beyond the scenes with local experts and insights only Locked On can provide. Locked On Sports Today available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, this email comes from Gary. He is in parts unknown. Again, if you guys send an email, please, please try and let me know where you're at. Just for my, for my entertainment. He says, I was at the game on Tuesday and I think the crowd was just stunned. There were so many goals that literally broke up the feel of the game. Normally there is a lot of buildup to a goal, back and forth play, great saves, et cetera. And I think the tension builds in the crowd and helps create energy on Tuesday. There were just so many goals. I think it was just hard to get any energy in the crowd. I do think the third got a lot better. Um, he said at least around section two nineteen where I sit, seemed to be building throughout the period. He said, one observation I had on the game, the Kraken were just relentless on the puck while it seemed like the Kings were much more static. Uh he says I don't blame my beer league team for standing around waiting for someone to do something, but I expect more from someone who signs their hockey checks on the back. Maybe this is part of their system conversation you've been having. Really enjoy the pod and your hard work. Thanks, and go kings go. And this one from uh Danure. Who says, I figured I'd chime in on the rather bizarre Seattle game. I remember you mentioning the quiet crowd, especially after the Kopitar goal. The building wasn't full and people were still coming in. So a fair number of people in the building didn't see it. And as the game and and the game they saw uh, began with Seattle scoring two quick goals and then a back and forth matchup, I assume the crowd was quieter because, well, who expected a Seattle LA up and down the ice like a Supersonics against the Showtime Lakers a few decades ago? He says, I'm wondering if Cal Peterson's struggles are more confidence-related and mental, technical, or a combo of both. Um, He says, uh, where confidence leads to trying to break down movement step-by-step instead of trusting efforts in practice and trusting his experiences. It seems to me like the goal off the blocker loomed large in his head, and it wasn't the first rough game the last two or three seasons that he has had. So again, lots of thoughts on Cal Peterson. Again, we're all keeping our fingers crossed that this stint down in the AHL will help him get on his game and back in the NHL sooner rather than later to help the LA Kings be a better team. Thank you to all, all who emailed. Uh, if you would like to send an email for a future feedback show, the email address is LockedOnEddie at gmail.com, EDDIE. We are on Twitter, at Locked on LA Kings, and on Instagram, also Locked on LA Kings. On Friday's show, we'll have a full recap of tonight's game against the Coyotes and see how the Kings respond to what was a tumultuous tumultuous past couple of days uh, will be very interesting to talk about on tomorrow's show. Again, thank you for making Locked on LA Kings your first listen every day. Now make your second listen Locked on Sports Today from the games that matter the most to the biggest stories of sports go beyond the scoreboard and beyond the scenes with local experts and insights that only Locked on can provide. Locked on Sports Today available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. Again, thank you guys so much for getting the YouTube channel over that 900-goal mark that we had set. Hopefully, we're now on our way to 1,000. Appreciate it. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening to Locked on LA Kings. I am Eddie Garcia, and as always, reminding you, no matter what's going on with the team, we always say, go Kings, go.